Welcome to Because We Make, the podcast about making, creativity, and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari. Joining me as always, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Ethan Carter. What is up, Vincent? How you doing, man? Happy two-year anniversary. (laughs) It's crazy. I can't believe it's been two years. By the time this gets out, it'll be two days short of our two-year anniversary. So wow. technically, our two-year anniversary would come next week, but we're kind of it's kind of in the middle. But May 15th of 2019 was the very first episode of this podcast. We're doing, we're doing the prices right, the, you know, lower versus over. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm so excited. I am so excited. Like, I, I, it's weird that two years in, mm-hmm. I don't get tired of doing this. Mm-mm. Um, I may not love the idea of doing it during the day, and then I sit in the chair and it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna do the show and it's gonna be great. And it, you know, it, I watch the hour tick away and it's like, oh, I gotta go to work tomorrow. But it never really bothers me. Like I'm still just, I get keyed up, I get excited, my heart rate goes up a little bit, I get a little bit, you know. It's great. I it, love it, doing this. It's funny. It, it's I, I I would say every Monday night. I think we've talked about this before, but every Monday night around like six, I'm like. Uh, I really just want to sit on the couch and watch TV. <laughs> Please then, let him be sick tonight. Please yeah, let him right, be sick right, right. tonight. Let him, let him no. just message me and say, "Can we record tomorrow?" But, but I, I know, I but I know, I've, we've done it so many times now that I know, I know this about myself because, and I know as soon as like seven o'clock or, or around then when I do my you know little promos and mm-hmm. stuff like that, all like that, all of a sudden then I'm like amped up, and the, obviously the second we hit record, or actually the second we sign on and we start talking to our awesome guests, it's mm-hmm. just it's. I love it every week. It's it's so funny though because it every week is the same routine. It's like yeah. uh, I'm dragging, <laughs> exactly. I'm dragging, and then I have so much fun, and then yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then and then afterwards, I I I'm maybe up for twenty minutes afterwards, and I'm just like in bed, like oh. I am out like a light. Like this, the adrenaline crash after this show is like slamming a car into a wall. After the the very first time I was on after that and i still have a little bit of this i'm the opposite i'm like too amped up afterwards like i think i was i wanted i tried to go to sleep right after we recorded our first one and i was like just <laughs> in bed with my eyes wide open staring at the ceiling for like an hour because i was just like so amped up but what did i just do what, what have did, i committed myself I blacked to out. i blacked out there for a second what did i say <laughs> oh man i have been watching you might catch a couple i, I think i mentioned it um when kit and tiff were on mm-hmm. but i've been watching knight rider like oh, yeah. working my way through the whole series and there might be a lot of Knight Rider analogies coming. I'm just warning <laughs> you now because I, I think everything in terms of Knight Rider and I'm bringing this up because I watched a video. They showed somewhere there's this town in Kentucky called LaGrange, Kentucky. And apparently the train, just the freight, the CSX freight trains just run right down Main Street. And when you look down Main Street, it looks like all the towns that were in Knight Rider. And at the same time, Beth and I looked at each other and go, where is Michael Knight? Like, it's just like, right. you know, it just, everything just, it permeates everything. So I'm just warning you in advance, there may be a lot of Knight Rider references in this episode. Well, here's a fun fact. My very first bike was um, a kit bike. It was a legit licensed Knight Rider bike um, where on the front of the handlebars had like the a sticker that had, you know, like the lights that go back and forth and stuff like That's that. Was a, that was a thing? Apparently, apparently. I mean, it was, it was a ham, I think it was a hand-me-down from my brother because, <gasps> But yeah, it was a thing. How I'm cool is that? I'm looking at it. Oh my god, that is so cool. Okay, did they actually have pictures of it? I found a picture of it on Google. Oh my god, it has like the front end of a Trans Am sitting over the handlebars. Yeah. Okay, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Well, 
We could take this a trip down memory lane all the way to 1983, but let's take a trip down memory lane all the way back to episode five. Crazy. Because on episode five, this is a fun fact about episode five, that slick intro that you hear coming from my wonderful larynx every week, we didn't even have that. Well, not we. I didn't even have that intro. That was B.E. That was B.E. And we had a guest. Well, we had a pair of guests. And I have said about a million times that I want to like have a redo, like I wanted to get them on and have a redo because I've listened to it over and over again. And the ending of that episode is so awkward and uncomfortable that I don't know what I was thinking. It just kind of ends so abruptly like, oh, here's your hat. What's your hurry? But we actually have the absolutely fantastic, super wonderful and good friends, Kim and Garrett from... You guys, Kim and Garrett make it. They're here again. They came back. They they looked at our my crap treatment of them and said, "No, we're going to do that again because we are masochists. <laughs> we, we don't take no for an answer, and uh, we don't let you kick us out that easy." <laughs> Welcome back, guys. You have had a hell of a pair of years. Yeah, it's been a, a quite a two years since last we spoke. Wow, it's it and just just for the record, Kim and Garrett are actually the first ever non-David Swyduck repeat guests. <laughs> That's well, an honor. It's an honor to be here on your anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was so just just to put the anniversary in perspective for everybody, we I I, I looked back and I don't know why I wrote this down, but we were <laughs> when you guys were on the first time. We were getting about seventy-five downloads an episode. <laughs> well, that's not—I mean, that's not bad though for yeah, five episodes. Yeah. You know, like yeah, but I'm yes. just thinking about that yeah. now. Like, why would anyone go on a podcast that no one listened to? And <laughs> I mean, obviously, things have come along since then. But we were talking beforehand, because um, I had your numbers—the numbers that you guys were doing—off also. And you guys are at fifty four thousand subs on on YouTube, which and is super well deserved, but amazing, also still amazing, yeah, absolutely <laughs> amazing. But where were you at when you were on two years ago? Because I I cannot even comprehend the amount of growth you've had in two years. Uh, we I think we just hit five thousand. We yeah, were we were time. kind of a big deal. We were thinking we were kind of a big deal at our five thousand. Like, <laughs> we're, we're on. Because we make podcasts and have five thousand subs, yeah, live it's large. kind of a big deal. Kind mm-hmm. of a big deal. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember this. I could be wrong, but I remember in the video after you were on, you actually you were like, "Hey, we were on a podcast," and I'm like, oh, "They mentioned me." <laughs> I, I'm totally doing it again too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I, I, I. I always saw you two as celebrities. I mean, I did, you know, because you were, I was watching you on the TV and, you know, maybe (laughs) that's a little bit old fashioned, but to kind of come to know you guys and kind of become friends with, no offense, Kim, but I've kind of become friends with Garrett because Garrett and I have talked a lot online. Yes. And it's just, it's so weird to like say, oh yeah, no, I consider, I consider them friends now. And it's like, wow, they're friends. They were you know, oh my God, I'm asking Kim and Garrett to be on my podcast. And I was like, oh yeah, that's just, that's Kim and Garrett. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. They've been over before. Yeah. 
They even took their shoes off at the door. It was amazing. <laughs> so when last we spoke, when last we spoke, um, Garrett, you and I were commiserating on the absolute misery that is the X-Carve. Yes. And you didn't have a Glowforge yet. Nope. And oh, you, I, I they, you guys didn't have a I thought I thought that's how you guys met for some reason. No, I don't know why. Yeah. No, I don't know if I, I think I had mine, right? Yeah, I had mine. You must have, because you had it when I was on. Yes, I think you definitely did, yes. Because you were telling us about it, and we were like, Mm -hmm. hmm. What is this? (laughs) So since then, you have, you, well, it's funny, because the weekend after we recorded, you guys got your your, um, X-Carve together, and I was like, well, I'll be damned. He actually finished his, and mine sat in the basement for a while until a friend of mine actually purchased it. Um, just for the record, I know that friend listens to the show. <laughs> he never put it together either. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> he never put it together. I don't know where it's going. I think he sold it on also, but it's so funny how everybody, you know, Garrett, I really do think you're the, one of the few people I know that got one and actually finished putting it together. Well, I can't, I can't take all the credit. I have to tag team it with Kim. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. It's I'm a two person job. Ropes. Yes, he did. He was like, okay, this thing's driving me crazy. You, it, I can't, there's too many little pieces, parts. He was getting really frustrated. And I was like, well, let me just, let me go out there and see. Let me see. Mm-hmm. And he was like, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And then I did. I spent some time out there. Yes, and I thought it was fun. It was like putting together a puzzle. So I got it. Like a- I got all the little stuff done for him. I finished up the little stuff. It's not that he hadn't started it. He got it. It was like putting together the motherboard pieces and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did. The whole motor and all that. Yes, yeah, yeah. so all, all the stuff on the inside. And I put I mean, you all have the. To build that thing. Yes, you did. <laughs> you did. I couldn't believe it either. I, I just can't believe that that's how it comes. Just it's, like you said, there's, there's something and a million dime bags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There, there is something to be said, though, for a tool, I mean, any kind of company, but there just listen to the barrier of entry for to put these things together like i, I it's a purely a cost thing obviously right yeah um yeah but it's you you lose so many, like i wonder what the cost benefit of uh break even point is where because when i get a tool and it's like basically three pieces that i just have to put together like i will recommend that tool all day every day you know but <laughs> if it's something like this that i have to you know, ask my router circle jig, which is still in the box. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> right, right. So it's just, there's, I mean, I think brands, well, and I think the brands, especially CNC brands, the, the yeah. ones that are coming out now are much more turnkey. hundred mm. percent. And I get it. I mean, I, but yeah. It's, my shape Oko, my shape Oko went together in two mornings before work. So one, the first morning it was basically getting everything out of the box and figuring out what everything was. Mm-hmm. And figuring out where in the kit everything was. And then putting it together for like, I don't know, about an hour and 20 minutes. And then the second day, I had it doing the marker test two right. hours in. So basically yeah. four hours, I had the whole thing together. That is a, That was such a mind-blowing experience to me to have the marker test running and be like, I don't believe it. <laughs> this is actually going to, I'm going to actually use this thing. Like it, it does stuff. Well, that's what it, we said with the X card when we finally got it running. Oh yeah. my gosh. Look, yeah, it's right. working. It works. actually works. <laughs> so the, the crazy thing is that you no longer, I did not know this, by the way, this is, this is why the pre-show is so amazing, but you cue the breaking news. Yeah, you don't breaking have news. your X card anymore. No, we, yeah, we ended up getting rid of it. Well, we, 
we heard a lot about um, the Glowforge. Mm-hmm. So I got this little tiny laser thing just to try out lasers and kind of. I remember to, that. <laughs> Kim. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I promised that the Glowforge would pay for itself. So we got the Glowforge and one, it didn't take me four days to put it together. Like, <laughs> well, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, I made our first cut and engrave yep. and, and everything. The first project, like, yes. Like, wow. Okay. So um, yeah, the Glowforge really changed, like, our business. It really made it a business. And yeah. then I, I couldn't get the same quality out of the Glowforge or out of the X-Carve. <clears throat> and then it was so loud and it was so dusty big and big and it's much slower and big. Yep. And it was slower. Yeah. Where I was able to produce the same thing using the pass through with the glow fours that I could with the X carb. So we ended up just, it, it just sat there and I, I was feeling bad that it was just sitting there yes, when somebody could he use did. it. He would come by and say, I'm sorry, we're ignoring <laughs> you. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known you got rid of it because the little cutaways where I was like, I'm going to go down to the, X carve and cut this out like they stopped and everything actually the Glowforge made its way up to your studio yeah and I was like, it did. oh <laughs> oh it, no it really became the star of the show <laughs> <laughs> so it really shines you yeah, did you Lola. you've basically turned you've turned Kim and you've turned Kim and Garrett make it kind of into Kim and Garrett Industries now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're working of, on it. How about, how about we're working on it? Yeah, <laughs> we're working on it. We're kind of forced into it. Uh, so uh, I, we got a bunch of bombshells. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. Oh. During the COVID thing, I lost my job during downsizing. Oh wow, really? Yeah. So yeah, we'll back it up. So you got your Glowforge. Glowforge. You ordered it in March after it. your birthday because he kept trying to tell me. <laughs> It's a birthday present. <laughs> like, that is a very expensive, that is a, like a car. That birthday present is the size of a car. And he was like, he really did a lot of convincing. It was, there was a lot of convincing that needed to happen. I would, I would put the pamphlets in her magazines. Just <laughs> like secret messages on the mirror when it fogs yeah. up I in mean, the bathroom. Yes, there was, yes, a lot of selling that took place because I kept saying, I mean, and he was like, I promise you, we will make money if we use, if we get this tool, we will make money mm-hmm. with it. And mm-hmm. I wasn't buying it. I wasn't buying it at all. And then he finally convinced me and I was like, all right, go ahead. So he, we, when did you get it? Was it in May? So April, you ordered it in March. March. Did it come in April or early May? Something like that. Yeah, and there. then within three or four months of that, he lost his job due to COVID. They downsized and he was caught up in the downsizing. Well, I was just a trainer and they didn't need trainers anymore, apparently. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ah, damn. <laughs> so then, but at that point, we were already we were already making money. We were already making money and starting to sell things because we had first started to sell our first few items using well no more than a few we were selling a lot using the x carve people mm-hmm. started asking for them yeah different things and yeah. so we would offer we started with one item that we couldn't find in the store so we made it ourselves and, <clears> and then asked. and then offered it in our store as here you know we showed here's the project we made we couldn't find exactly this size letters so we made them 
and this whole kit will be available in our store. And it was our first item in our store. And then once we got the Glowforge, it grew even more. We were I was able, able to, to cut... make those faster. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And add, and weren't, we weren't scared to add even more items. Yep. Then we got more detailed items that I felt would, wouldn't take as long using the X-Carve. And then the conversation started to change and he yeah. started saying, imagine if I had 40 hours a week to do this. What if I had 40 hours a week? Imagine, Kim. And I was like, yeah. But then it was back to like the Glowforge. I don't know. I can't. I, that is, we're not making nearly enough money to take over, to, to make up your salary. Mm-hmm. When we get to that. So I really just laughed it off. When we get to that point, maybe we'll think about it. We'll think about it. So, ha so, <laughs> so one Monday morning on the way back from uh, Starbucks, I said to her, somebody's going to have to burn my boats so that I leave the company and, and actually do this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I get back to my desk and I have an email to meet no with joke. HR. This is no joke. <laughs> no way. I yep. have an email to meet with HR where they told me I've been downsized. Wow. And they're going to give me six months severance. And okay. Yeah. So, I, like, yeah. I mean, it was like such a sign. I mean, seriously, we were like, that is so bizarre. We had the conversation. I mean, it couldn't have been, it was the best of both worlds because what that allowed us to do, that gave us six months of runway. Mm-hmm. To, right. That's what's, yeah. to, to do something with this business. I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, let's give it a shot. You've got six months. Let's see what happens. And what a, and what a sign too. I mean, you know, yeah. like, uh-huh. I mean, it, it, I'm saying it and it's easy for, uh, and for you guys now to look back too, but I know that's a, it's a super stressful, but it's still at the same time, like, oh, wow. You know, like if you're talking about this already, you know. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Wow. It was a slap in the face. It was like, yeah. you, you, you hold your, <laughs> you hold your breath and you go, all right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But not Garrett. Garrett is always, we can do this, Kim. He <laughs> is always the forward thinker. We, we've got this. We've got this. He's always like that. And we could, well, we'll just, you know, what were we talking about the other day? And you're like, well, just, we'll just make more money. Yeah, we'll, just we'll, make, just, we'll just figure <laughs> it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> He's always like that. We will figure it out. There's it's something to that though. There's a will yes. where there's a will if you will it, right? Yes, yeah. that's, that's how. Yes, yeah. that's how he feels. Yes, as, as Tana says, manifest that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yes. exactly it. I think about it. I dwell on it, and it eventually it will happen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, like to to kind of have that mindset and then have it like, all right, look, we can't give you the whole package. We can give you a little bit of a head start. Yeah. Go with it. Yes. Right. Like you I mean, you know, you, a lot of people have to try to transition and they don't have they don't have a bit a parachute of any kind. It's like I have to basically stop and start. And you know, you kind of you don't want to run in your reserves forever, but at least if it doesn't work out, you have enough where you can at some point go, all right, I still have some reserves left. I think it's going to have to be me going back to find something. Or yeah. Or you hit a you hit a point where you go, oh wow, this is really starting to work. I, I'm just gonna just dive in even harder now, and well, it feels and like it, that's what you guys have been doing. So, and, and, and there's something too to be said to like not that you need it because you could get another job, but there is something the pressure I think also helps mm-hmm. at least for I mean yeah. I know that for myself. Like it, it would be really hard for me to do to kind of transition, whereas if it's the only option at the, in front of me, <laughs> like that's good motivation, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean you're gonna be successful. It doesn't mean that you're not, but like, I don't know. So that's, you know, Your mindset that's... shifts a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. You just 
click into gear. You just right, get right. it going. Yes. You just got to do what you got to do. I love, I love how the stuff that you're, the stuff that you're producing for your store has a certain aesthetic to it. Like there's a, a folksy, I always thought of you guys as like a slightly more folksy and homey version of Evan and Caitlin. And what I love is that your your the stuff that you are making for your store and the stuff that you're doing in your videos week after week, there is a definite like I can see that it's you guys and you've developed kind of a language to the stuff that you're making. And I'm I'm really digging that, you know, like it's just this upbeat, bright, colorful stuff. You have the partnership with the um, the paint company mm-hmm. and everything is just, it seems like it's kind of coming together. Like it's, it is starting to feel like, oh, look, there's something, there's something, everything is swirling together. It's all in the same motion now. It's pretty impressive. No, oh, thank you. Thanks. It's all Kim. It's all Kim approved. Yeah, the designs, <laughs> so, yeah. So the last time you guys were on, you guys, you said, um, I think Garrett, you said that Kim shows you stuff on Pinterest, and your answer is usually, "Well, I'm not buying that. We're going to make that." Yes. So, <laughs> is, are you still like, is that still where the inspiration comes from? Or are you just like, are you just like watching trends and seeing what happens, or like what what's the deal? Like, where is the inspiration coming from now? Oh, I think we definitely. In order to continue to grow and be relevant, we're watching trends. We definitely mm-hmm. watch trends. And uh, over, I would say over the course of the three years, you know, we, we start narrowing in on our niche. You know, one of the mm-hmm. things when you watch all of these YouTube, you know, how to be, how to be a YouTuber and you're, and you're watching all of these things, which that's Garrett's, definitely Garrett's space. I can't tell you how many YouTube videos he's watched in that space. He's always getting a nugget from here and there. Uh, Lots of interesting things. But but one of the things they tell you is really you need to niche down. Mm -hmm. And we would talk about our niche. What is our niche? And we were like, it's DIY. And he's Mm -hmm. like, that is not a niche. (laughs) (laughs) That's a genre, not a niche. Yeah, that's right. Yes. (laughs) And so over time, we kind of, our niche just kind of. Found us. Yeah. I I just, you just start to see what videos do better than other videos. Mm -hmm. And um, what you see a lot of is. Uh, front porch signs mm-hmm. and um, really all that front porch. Any, it's home decor, smaller home decor items that folks. Well, well, do you want to share share like really what our niche is? We really niched it down quite a bit because you can see what videos take off and what videos just tank. And yeah, you, yeah it's smaller home decor items mm-hmm. that folks can make and sell. Yep, right. That, that is mm. what we found does the best. At least yep. that's what's happened over the course of the last year with mm-hmm. COVID. You know, you're really seeing folks trying to do that, home-based businesses. Yep. And right. any videos that are along those lines um, really take off and um, just get a whole mm-hmm. lot more views and traction. So I feel like that's where our base is right now. And we know that. So in our store, we also try to keep our costs real low so that people will be able to buy them right. and then resell them. I was looking at I was looking at your kits while we were talking. And you know what's weird? I've known you've done this for a while, and I don't think I've ever actually looked at your site to see what your pricing was because I know what you make and I watch your videos. And your pricing is insanely reasonable like yeah. t- to the point where i'm looking at it going 
I would I would charge more for that. Like I'm looking, I would, go, <laughs> I would definitely some of the stuff I would definitely charge more for. But I, I Volume, now that though, I, right, what's that? Yeah, you, uh, you can make profit from uh, one sale or volumes, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys are that's you, a new thing. Wholesale orders. Now that folks, you know, we offer a wholesale um, option and we're doing a lot of wholesale orders. And that means the laser's cranking, cranking, cranking. <laughs> so we get 20, so, 50 items out. So when, are you getting, up- when are you getting the second one? Because that's obviously the question, right? There's always a second. <laughs> so well, when, when's, when's Garrett's next birthday? Apparently this is the birthday. <laughs> well, my, my birthday came early. It was last <laughs> September then. <'cause- laughs> By September, we got a second laser, and then this last February, I got a third laser. Wow. And we actually hired my son to run the lasers and help with shipping. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's awesome, guys. And he pulls product off the lasers and then then takes them right into the to the front dining room. <laughs> Our house is quite a warehouse these days. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it great how like you, you start running a home-based business and you realize that the one thing you really have to do, whether you want to or not is like logistics. Yeah. And you yeah. start like planning out. All right. I'm going to ship like you, you start out like taping, taping your folded labels to the box and you're like, this takes a long time. Mm-hmm. No, yes. I can probably save like two minutes if I got a thermal printer and you get the thermal print. It's like, Oh God, this is like the greatest thing ever. Yes. Then you'll, yes. Then you give up stepping on the scale with the item in your arms. And you're like, no, I need a, I need a proper scale. for this. <laughs> like, it's weird. Yeah, all this, we, all, yeah. We did all of those. All of it, yeah. Cause you, 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 you almost have to go through that, right? You have to go through that process where, all right, if I'm going to scale this, right, you have mm-hmm. to scale it by eliminating any inefficiencies. So yes. all the inefficiencies start becoming really, really obvious as you're growing. It, 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 it also helps you scale it. But it like, because yeah, true, I, true. It, 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 the second I got the a thermal printer and a scale, it just made it like, because <laughs> right? I could, I didn't have to, I like, say, I didn't have to go to the uh, post office anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. I yep. did pirate ship, did it. Mm-hmm. And like that amount of time. And it just, everything is so much easier that it saved me time and it made me more like likely to sell things. Right. Yeah. Um, so it helped me scale up by doing that. And I Honestly. think I paid for the thermal printer and the scale in probably, you know, a couple months. And, and you know me, Vince, I don't sell it. I'm like, I'm not a production, yeah. but it, it paid for itself that fast. I think I never thought of that, but the, the fact that, that it's easier to ship makes you more right. inclined to want to be like, okay, this won't get in the way I can, get the shipping part of it done in like 25 seconds as opposed mm-hmm. to it taking like a, it's not a planned process anymore. It's just like, Oh yeah, just part of the way it gets done. Because wow. it, And it's right. like a three, it's like $3, you know, for a small thing, it's like $3 versus, mm-hmm. you know, $5 at the post office and the time that took right. me to get there, all those things. So yeah. 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 That's well, Kim and I were lucky. Um, we both come from a technical background and I mm-hmm. was a, a scale dodge professional and consultant where, where I would come in and I would do, um, like, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the terms already. <laughs> Good time. Process improvements and stuff like that for, mm-hmm. for divisions in our company. So, you know, I, I mapped out our whole process map and everything. Yeah. We're doing Six Sigma where I'll, I'll change one right. thing every time we go through. And so, yeah, so right now everything. we know. So we've had to redo our garage. So he's so funny. He goes, now he did this whole rearranging he goes now look you can pick up the board 
take it. You don't have to cross the garage now, which the garage is not that big. But he mm-hmm. goes, it was on the other side of the garage. Now it's next to the laser. You can pick up the board, put it in the laser, take it right off and put it on this rack. What we don't have yet are shipping boxes are still in the dining room. So you have to take the finished product into the dining room. He goes, next, we've got to figure out how to get shipping out here. <laughs> so he's so funny looking at all these process improvements. So yeah. you guys ever watch, uh, you guys see the movie uh, the founder which is yeah about, like, yes yeah it, 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 it is exactly that though like if you look at a footprint of a restaurant of a you know of the mcdonald's in there in that movie you you can't imagine that there's wasted time because everything's so close together right mm-hmm. just like a garage but but to your point every little step every little movement <laughs> oh, is yeah. time it's, yeah. it's time and efficiencies and all those things and, and I, i'm yeah and at scale too, like you yeah. know, you save a second, but you're doing twenty orders a day. That's twenty second. But if you save two minutes and it's twenty orders a day, well, now you just saved yourself forty minutes. Forty minutes is a substantial amount of time, right? Especially, especially if any part of your organization isn't full time doing it. Like for me, everything that I prepared for before I started doing the shipping as part of a business, everything I prepared for was with the mindset that. I don't have a lot of time before work and after work, so I need to maximize it as much as possible. So I'm setting up. I could the syst- the way I have everything set up here could run a large warehouse. I'm <laughs> way more logistically set up than I have any reasonable right to be. Right. However, I will never choke in my logistics. My bottleneck is never going to be shipping. It's just right. not going to happen. I because I know how to do that part. Like the making part, sometimes that takes me a lot longer than I planned. Sometimes uh-huh. it's a lot more experiments. Sometimes it's a lot. But the shipping part, no, I can get you got. I am working with a client right now, and I won't name them, but I am working with a client right now, and I got that client a thermal printer. And you don't realize how much of a time saver something that simple actually is. Just crank out a label done oh, stick man, it on the box that's so nice just yeah. that one little thing was so nice it's oh, amazing it's, it's, right it's i know it's a and i know it's a luxury item but people have to understand that there are there are luxury items and then there are efficiencies that you can create that make the task less annoying mm-hmm. you know if you yes, can spend yes. you know maybe you spend your profit from a couple of orders to get a I got a Zebra ZP450, which is pretty much the standard for thermal printers. Like everyone uses it. If you open up a commercial account with UPS, this is the printer they give you. Why did I get it? Because I never want to think about it again. I got this printer because I got it really cheap refurbed. And I know that it's going to last longer than my business probably. <laughs> well, the other thing, Vincent, too, is, I mean, it's a, yes, it's a luxury item, but, but I would argue that it's, I mean, it, it's not only saves you time, right? But it, the I mean the cost of ink is just right insane. So it, it it's a luxury item, but that's but that's part of what paid why it paid for itself. Like I mean, a, like three ink cartridges pays for it in itself, and you know, and the robots also the robots. Right. All, I mean, look, we got we have Glowforges, CNCs, you know, three D printers. You know, if you're using them as part of a business, yes, I can do everything that my CNC could do. I could do by hand. All right, I'm not. But you know what? It's nice to just throw something on the CNC and just, well, okay, I admit I watch it most of the time. But, you know, <laughs> theoretically, it's really nice to put something on the CNC and have it work. Actually, this weekend I had it doing stuff 
while I was sitting there sanding something else. But that's doubling that's doubling my time. That's you know, right. As, yes. as Ben Neiman correctly put it, and I could thank him a million times. I keep thanking him over and over again because I keep thinking about it. But he he said when you do these little things, particularly like the CNC, don't think of it as getting a, a tool or a machine. Think of it as hiring an employee that's going to work while you're working. And I've always looked at the Globeforge that way. It paid for itself in three months, which, you know, you guys know what a Globeforge costs. I, yeah. That thing, like that, it paid for itself so fast that I was like, I, I don't even understand what just happened. Yeah. I thought I'd be paying for this thing forever, and it paid for itself almost immediately. Yeah, same. Yes. That, that, that Globeforge sits there and engraves my cutting boards and my coasters. Sometimes it takes an hour. Who cares? It's, it's doing what it's doing. I don't have to watch it. As long as I set it up correctly. It's going to mm-hmm. do what it's going to do. Yeah. I, I still use mine every day. I, I have the big ones going, but I still have to do uh, prototypes for our designs to make sure they actually work and stuff like that. And that's all mm-hmm. done on the Glowforge. And, or smaller things. Yeah. yeah you could be cutting things. downstairs and upstairs. Yes. I told Kim, these are the three best employees I have ever had. <laughs> they never complain. Right. <laughs> so what is your what is your design process like for... You know, for the laser, because, you know, there are people who have software preferences. I mean, my preference for designing anything anymore is Illustrator. And then if I need something that has to have precise measurements, I'll probably do it in Fusion and then export it and finish doing it in Illustrator because I pretty much do everything in Illustrator now. Um, What's your design process? What do you how does this how does it go from brain to shop with you guys? What's your process look like? It's not a whole lot different. Yeah. I I I keep looking out there. I look on Pinterest. I look on Etsy. What's hot? What's selling? What's what's coming up for this season? And I pick the designs that I think are cute. And then I hand it to Garrett, and I was like, "Can you design this for me?" And so he uses Illustrator. And I've been I'll let you, yeah. using Illustrator for an embarrassingly long time. <laughs> 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 like. We'll just leave it at decade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been using Photoshop and Illustrator from from before they had layers. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been using Photoshop forever, but Illustrator since about 2018. So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it it does feel like forever, but not quite that long. <laughs> and then he's he's shown me how to do it, so yeah. that's mm-hmm. the thing. He's like, we can do this. What was it? Oh, we were preparing for yeah. the spring. And I had so many ideas. She wanted like 20 designs. Yes, I needed, I needed, we were starting on the tiered tray kits, the little Mm -hmm. sets, and you have to do five or six different little designs. You know, it's not just like one big thing. It's five or six different items come on a tiered tray set. And I wanted a spring one. I wanted an Easter one. (laughs) I wanted... What else? I had a whole list of the them. Like flag day, boxing day. <laughs> day. For some reason, she wanted a groundhog, two groundhog days. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to have two because yeah. it repeats itself, right? Everyone. Wow, I love it. We all got the joke. I love these people. That's good. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So you're so now you're participating in you're participating in the design process also which is great because now you have two minds with awesome, capable yeah. hands doing design work that's yes he yeah. sat down we sat down at the island we had two laptops side by mm-hmm. side and he was like all right look like i'm going to show you how to do this i'm going to show you how to 
grab like some clip art and mm-hmm. use that and trace it and tweak it, you know, and all those things. And so we sat there and did uh, that weekend. We were two days, Saturday and Sunday. We spent, you know, a good portion of the day, Saturday and Sunday working through and he did one and I did one. And he was, he was so excited. He was like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. And we could get so many more designs out like this. <laughs> well, I remember awesome. you did a video. You guys did a video. I don't remember what, I don't remember what it was, but I remember Garrett was teaching in illustrator how to trace. Yes. And I remember that being a turning point for me going, Oh, like I always thought of illustrator as a way to edit clip art. Like that was Mm -hmm. what I was using for. I was literally, I would get some kind of vector file and I would edit it with illustrator poorly, but I, I never thought of it as a way to trace. And when I watched your video and you're just like, yeah, you just take the pen tool and click, 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 you go all the way around, click, 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 click. And it's like 52 clicks later. And it's like, okay, ready? And then one more click. And it's like, oh, I get it. And I remember thinking like, and don't take this the wrong way, because I, I say weird things sometimes. I don't mean them as they sound. I always thought you guys collected clip art into a package and a kit that was just something cool for people to make. When I saw you in Illustrator, I'm like, oh, crap. He actually knows how to use Illustrator. Oh, oh, this is a very different person from who I thought he was. And you have demonstrated on a few different videos, like, you you actually do know how to use Illustrator. And it's like, wow, this was something I wasn't expecting. And I got to find so that video. Cool. Oh, it, there was a, there were a couple. Like, every once in a while, Garrett will, Garrett will pop in and do a process video. And that's why the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I know how good a teacher he is. That's why I'm not surprised right. that you, that Kim, you and him were able to kind of get together over the course of a weekend and come out of it with so much because he's a good teacher. Like his well, and it was ability nice to explain. Right there, I said, okay, now how do I do this? Okay, now how yeah. do I do this? <laughs> and yes, that was so funny when I did ask him, what did I, I ask you something and you're like, don't you watch our videos? I did a demo on that. That's, I, that's oh awesome. That's <laughs> and amazing. I was like, all right, all right. And I oh. pulled it up and I made him, he, he wanted to keep telling me and I was like, ah, I'm watching the video. Do not disturb me. And I did. I followed along with the video. I was able to do it. Only yeah. the Garrett on the laptop can talk. That's right. <laughs> what, I like, love, ah. what I love is that you guys are, I mean, obviously your, your primary focus is DIY stuff on the YouTube channel, but you are not holding back so as not to cannibalize your store, which I think you've kind of found a good balance of, hey, you know, we have these kits, but look, this is how you could do it too. I, I kind of like that you've managed to strike a good balance between what your store sells and what your YouTube channel teaches people how to make. Like I I was looking through your shop and I see some stuff that I've seen you guys make. It's like, Oh wow, look at that. There's the kit. That's cool. I think there's something to be said too, about not being afraid to, to, to offer both Mm -hmm. because I think there's, I think there are two different sets of audiences and customers. Mm -hmm. And so I, because I, I, I've, I early on, I always felt like, if I'm showing people how to do it, they're, they're not going to buy it because they'll just make it themselves. And what I found is that there are two completely different groups of people. There's the people that are going to make it themselves and would never buy it anyways. And then there's the people that never want to make it themselves, enjoy <laughs> watching me make it and and then buy it. Right. So yeah. and I, I but so it's interesting that I mean, because you guys could feel that way. Right. I mean, you are kind of giving away your process sometimes, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, did you ever well, have did you ever have that concern that's like uh oh 
you know, we're we're going to cannibalize the store a little bit, or was it like, eh, the store is just? Are you looking at it like Ethan? That's a really good example, by the way. But are you looking at it as two different audiences, where are you just going to see what happens? Yeah, well, I mean, I I like making money, but <laughs> of course, but I don't want to do it at the cost of of anybody else. So mm-hmm. when we do do something, um. I want anybody to be able to do it. I want right. them to be able to be like, well, I mean, if Garrett can make this thing, <laughs> you know, I should be able to get up and make this thing. So I want to have it at like every level. If you mm-hmm. want to go off and, and do it yourself and trace it on a board and cut it with a jigsaw, here's how I would do it. And if you want to do it with your Glowforge the easy way, here's how I would do it. If you don't have a Glowforge, here's how you can do it on a Cricut. And if you don't have any of those, here's how to buy it. To pop over to the store. Yeah, yep. the you can buy the kit in our store. <laughs> FYI, I like FYI, that. those are my favorite videos of yours, where you do the, um, you do like, you'll do the Glowforge, you'll do like purchased letters, and you'll do, you know, some uh, like a jigsaw or some other method to do the when you do the here's the sign done three different ways, or here's a thing done in multiple different ways. I really. I dig that you're putting in the effort to show people that because I, you know, when we talked to David Picciuto, one of the things that came out of that conversation, it's a running gag pretty much with everything is the must be nice crowd. Mm-hmm. Oh, it must, must be nice to have a laser. Yes. You know, yes. you know, everybody thinks, everybody thinks that these machines are magical that you just tell it, I want a watermelon slice. And the machine goes, hold on master. Let me get that for you. I got you. You know, they don't realize how much actually goes into it. And they also don't realize that there's a lot of other ways to make it. I've seen a lot of YouTube channels now, like even David said on making it recently that he kind of shies away from using the CNC because he's just tired of hearing the grief every time he turns it on from someone saying, must be nice to be able to afford a CNC, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't want anybody thinking I have a genie in a bottle. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I want to show that, yep, you can do it multiple ways. Uh, the, you know, the easiest way is to bust out my Glowforge. Well, of course. Uh, I know well, a lot of people don't have, have a, them. So yep. We have a large cricket crowd. We do know? have a large mm-hmm. cricket crowd. That's how I found you guys. And yeah. So, yeah, I just want anybody to be able to do the things that we're doing. And maybe it may not look exactly like our coolest version, but you can do a version of it. Right. Um, yeah. And I know a lot of, like we said before, I know a lot of our people are also trying to then resell some of these things. So I want to show them that you can get in on a base level doing it this way by hand. Right. And then you can also grow and, and do it at this level. Right. So yeah. you, you start you start where, where you can with what mm-hmm. you can afford. Yep. Yep. You take that, you turn in. And if you're smart about it or you care enough about it, then you take mm-hmm. that, you make some money at that, you reinvest that in your business, you can buy the next thing. And yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing, too, with that comment, too, is it's always like, no matter what, there's always going to be someone that has more and less than you. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and that's just the way it is. And so and, and uh, we're we obviously none of us are those people. So it's hard to understand sometimes. But but I do understand, like, the frustration sometimes. But then think about it. Like, you're never going to be able to meet the every audience, no matter how yeah. basic, basic mm-hmm. or whatever you go. So. Oh yeah, well, watching watching Rory do the um, do the Mandalorian, um, right, doing right. the 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 Mandalorian with a scroll saw, 
And I was just like, no, no, I will not be doing that ever. In fact, I, my, I don't even he, have my school. So crushed anymore. that though. Like he it, did. I, 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 if you, if you'd said that he did that with it, cut all everything out with a laser, I would have believed it. Cause it looked exactly. that clean. Right. I don't have that kind of patience. Well, no, neither we, do were I, just, but, <laughs> does. we were just at a craft show yesterday just mm-hmm. yesterday yeah, yes yesterday and i we saw this cute it was like the back of a red truck and it had the stuff in it and they were she was selling door signs kind of the same stuff we would sell and so of course we were checking out checking out the signs and i was and when i put my hand on it and turned it over i was seeing what kind of wood she was using you know and I basically i turned it over and i said oh my gosh they have cut this with a jigsaw <laughs> or a scroll saw or something because you could tell with the cuts. And there I was, was like, like a, oh, my gosh. There was I like said, a dozen of these on a hook. So <laughs> I couldn't imagine how much time that would take and how many fingers I would have lost. <laughs> I tried to cut. I made a frame for um, a baby shower gift once. And all I had to cut out of with the scroll saw was on a piece of quarter inch sanded ply. Um, I wanted to cut a cloud shape. It was all I wanted to do. One of the most simple things you could conceivably imagine cutting. And I have never been more frustrated with any tool in my life as I was cutting that quarter inch cloud for this picture frame. And I remember at that moment thinking, I will never use this damn scroll saw again. I have no interest in this. This is going to make me want to kill somebody. Yeah, the scroll saw. I I, I have a, a cheap Ryobi one, and it works okay with MDF. Mm-hmm. But and it, and I fully admit that it's also a user lack of skill. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there is right, something well, you though. You could see some people. You you could tell they know what they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. They have used this thing, and they mm-hmm. are skilled at it. They got that finesse. Yes, yes. Yep. They know all the shortcuts and the tricks, and how to back up without breaking a blade. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like, Which why is, is why is your why is yours not screaming at you and shaking right? the entire <laughs> room? Like, why is yours not doing that? Why isn't the piece vibrating off the top of <laughs> it? Right. I thought that was how this worked. <laughs> You know, you I, can... I thought part of it was vibration compensation. I didn't realize it wasn't supposed to do that. Right. Wait, you can feel your fingers when you're done with that? <laughs> right. you do that? You know, you don't walk away going, okay, <laughs> this is a fun tool. To use. I, I remember, so I, I did a similar thing where I made a, I cut out the shape of Cape Cod, which is a very organic shape, <laughs> yeah. like a cloud. The potato chip or the town? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. Um, probably easier to cut the potato chip. The potato chip, yeah. But actually, but the outlines, it's a very, it's a cloud shape kind of thing. It's You can't really, mm-hmm. like, if you mess it up, no one's going to know, right? Unless you really. <laughs> but I remember cutting that out and it took me so long and I was doing, doing MDF and it came out all right. Right. And then I think about like Lizzie of the House of Timber and mm-hmm. she's cutting like um, yeah. like uh, maybe like a quarter inch letters and they and they look like better than uh, printed, you know, like I could type, you know, yeah, and she's cutting out these like letters it's just like insane. But I don't again, understand how she's able to do that and then still have time to take pictures. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and and take care of crew and yeah, yeah. And take care of all the kids. I'd, uh, yeah. I'd be like three hours still be cutting an e I don't yeah know. yeah and it would, and it would look like garbage right. yeah. <laughs> yeah so one of the one of the reasons one of the reasons that the glowforge changed everything for me was because i had all these ideas and no skill to make them yes. so <laughs> like i'm like i know i can do stuff on a computer screen like i can i can make it work 
you know, it was the same with the with the cricket. I started with the first um I mean the first thing desktop fabrication thing I had was 3D printers, but the first like makery thing that I really enjoyed working with, not just got it because I thought it was cool, was the cricket. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I can I can design stuff that I can't I don't have the skill level to make. This is cool. Yeah. And yeah. then the Glowforge comes along, it's like and now I can make them out of solid materials. This yeah. is even better. That's and exactly this, what happened to us. Yeah. yeah, right? Like you feel like, oh, I have the digital skills. I just have no way to trans- translate them into physical objects. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, there's no way I could do this out of scissors, but the cricket allowed <laughs> me to do like all kinds of intricate things. And I was like, well, how detailed can I get? Yeah. Yeah. How thick can I get? For the record, I can't cut a straight line with scissors to save my life. I still can't. You know, all the stuff I can do, I cannot cut a straight line with scissors. Just cannot be done. It, it, uh, I'll just, uh, there's a guy, Quarter Leather, um, that he's, he works with Weaver and stuff like that. And he, in all of his videos, he talks about like learning how to just freehand cut a straight line. <laughs> and I'm like, I there, I don't think I'll ever ever be I, I like I I can't cut a straight line using a ruler with my blade up against the ruler like I still right I can't get I, that I thing don't know. <laughs> I think that's something you're born with you just born with that so. innate gift to cut things straight or draw straight lines and he you does only, I mean I've watched him do it but I'm like I can't I don't know if it wasn't yeah. for rolling cutters I could not cut straight like yeah. it's just not possible it's the right. only tool I have like you ever watch me with a jigsaw. Every every tr- every square ends up looking like a slice of pizza. I don't know what it is. I cannot. I just if I don't have a fence or a hard guide that I can press into, nothing is ever straight. And I can find dead center by eye. I can look at something and tell you it's not straight. I just can't yeah. seem to cut it straight. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I can tell you if it's level, but don't don't have me draw a straight line next to it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that picture's that picture's crooked. Yeah, it, I know. It will never be like uh, what's Jimmy saying? If it looks straight, if it, it looks straight. straight, it is straight. <laughs> that that will never be a thing with anything I cut freehand. So. <laughs> it won't even look straight. So. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it won't even look straight. Yeah. If you close one eye and stand on your left leg, it's straight. If you close both eyes, actually. <laughs> close both eyes. If you feel around while I'm holding you upside down, it feels great. So I have I have to ask because I'm 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 kind of I'm so fascinated by your your business model. And I, I didn't want to just talk about your business, but it is an interesting model. The prices of the SVGs in your store are yeah. super low. Like yeah, that, like, that inc- like incredibly, incredibly a- affordable. I, I know, <laughs> like low, like why are you, I, this is a, this is a softball question, but why is your stuff so inexpensive? <laughs> I, again, I want to make it at a price point where anybody could be able to get in. And I, mm-hmm. we know that our people are looking to resell things. So I mm-hmm. don't want even the, like I see Etsy SVGs that are five and 10 bucks. And right. I, I look at them and I'm like, whoa, I could probably just remake that. So I don't want anybody to be discouraged from downloading something and making something to sell. I want everybody to, I want everybody to be able to do what they want to do and and have fun making things. Have so, have, have you found have you found that the what if the reaction to you know we have these kits in our store like you start when you started mentioning it in your videos did people start. Did you get any backlash over that? People were like, oh, God, they're going commercial now? Or were people kind of generally cool about it? 
Yeah, I don't think we got any hate from it. Nope. That's, well, that's nope. Freaking, then your 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 audience is freaking fantastic. They're I'll give awesome. them credit. I, yeah, so let me just they plug that. Yes. I told Garrett, I was like, the one thing I want to say is we are so fortunate to have the best, you know, subscribers, yeah. viewers, fans, whatever you want to call them. I mean, everyone that sees our, like my daughter does the social media and she's like, your people love you. They Mm -hmm. love you. And they really, so many people say so many, I mean, (laughs) 99.5% of the comments are positive things. Only Garrett gets hate. (laughs) (laughs) He can take it. It's all the hate poor thing. (laughs) If they do say anything, it's him. And we just ignore it. Now it was, he he took it personal at first and now it's only guys. And it it seems to only be men. And then he usually checks out their YouTube channel and he goes, (laughs) and you know what? What is your motto? I (laughs) I said, nobody with more subscribers ever hates down. Nope. Yes, that's yeah. As Jason <laughs> yeah. Stapleton always says, I never met a hater doing better than me. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we really, really do. I mean, that is part of the reason why we keep doing what we're doing mm-hmm. because people say they just say the nicest things and they and every week the comments on the videos and they just thank us and it's just so just makes you happy, you know, and well, you're, and you're happy to do it again next week. Yeah. I got I got something to tell you guys because you're you're thanking your audience, but it starts with you guys because yeah, th- that's I mean, you guys foster that kind of audience, and so it, you know, I, audiences I, like that are cultivated. They don't exactly, just appear exactly. They don't so. just appear. You guys, you guys have an overwhelming fun. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I I got to be honest with you. Sometimes I watch your videos and I'm like wow, do they ever have like a shitty day? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean that in the nicest way possible because you always are positive in and every video. There's fun, a smile right? on both of you. The jokes are coming. Like even when things, even when things go sideways, it's like, Oh, going to have to do that one again, you know? And it's just like, you know, in the middle of a, of a quiet moment in the video and you're like, Oh, we're going to nail this together. We're going to use Brad's the nail, not the guy. And I swear to you, by the way, every time I pick up my Brad nailer, yeah. I go, Brad, the nail, not the guy. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, there's always just, there's so much positivity and there's, yeah. you guys are so upbeat. And I, I just, I'm amazed that, that you're able to keep that going for as long as you have. When I know that like, sometimes like, I don't even want to get out of bed and you guys are just... <laughs> Oh. I, I is it is it a struggle to maintain that level of positivity, or and is, is it, it just... easier or harder with two of you? I mean, that's that's true too. I, I, I could I could see it in both yeah, ways. Like no, some ways, it's like it's just you know one person's having a bad day, so that's hard. In other ways, you kind of I don't know. No, I think uh, well, neither one of us are ever generally sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are pretty upbeat and. We get along great. We're just great partners. Like we can be broke down in the mountains because we we lost the brakes in our car. This happened. <laughs> this is not a hypothetical. Right? <laughs> and, uh, I'm making jokes, and then we just go out to dinner, and then get the car towed. And then I was right. like, "All right, new adventure. We're spending the night wherever we are here." <laughs> yeah, I think we we. We do. I think it is easier with the two of us and Mm -hmm. one of us might be tired and the other one isn't or, but usually if one of us is 
you know, not positive. Well, we do our little, we play some music, yeah. we start mm-hmm. dancing, we, we try, you know, we, we, we got to get in sound. that group. Get the mood but, going. Right. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think you guys were saying it earlier, once we start the project and he says, what is up? Welcome back. Then all of a sudden <laughs> you're just in. In it. And yeah. you're, then all of a sudden the energy's there and the project is there. It's not, I don't feel like it's fake. You just kind of, yeah. It just turns on, and you're like, "All right, what are we making? This is what we're doing right now." <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah, you know, and fun. I think I've said this before, Vincent, but I mem- uh, I remember like when when me and Bettina were first like getting to know each other and everything. She was just like, "You you always, you're always happy, like you always seem like happy," and I'm not. I right, I'm not always happy, but <laughs> but life is so much better if like it's so much more enjoyable if you're happy versus True. not, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, and so t- to what you're saying, Garrett, you know, of just, you know, the situation's going to suck sometimes. Right. Yep. But you can, it's not going to make it any better by being in a bad mood about it. Right. It's, it can only get better if you are, have a positive, uh, you know, take on it. So yep. that it's, I don't know why it just struck me because I, I tried, I, I, I'm not always good at it, but I try to always remember that when I'm in, like when something bad happens is there's nothing's going to change the situation but you can change your outlook on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that's how I am. I, I only have one go around on this this little rock of ours. <laughs> so I figure I'm going to make it the coolest go around I can make. Yeah. Um, yeah, I try not to, to like worry about much or dwell on anything. And stuff that happened yesterday is already in the past. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, well, that's really his motto. Answer. We'll figure it out. That's a, yeah, we'll figure, it, figure out it out when the car. Yes, it was a Sunday at five o'clock, <laughs> and the brakes went out on the car, and we finally got to a st- on the interstate, and we came down a the off ramp, exit ramp. Of course, was downhill, so that was scary. <laughs> and then we landed in a McDonald's parking lot, and I was like, "What? There's." There's fluid leaking under here. What are we going to do? There's nothing like, is We're going to get a supersized fry. That's what we're going <laughs> to yeah, do. That's we're at McDonald's. Let's go get something to eat. And we'll think about it. Let's yeah. figure out what we'll do. Yeah. So then we, we called the tow truck and an Uber, and we met the coolest Uber driver who ended up being an old NASCAR driver and the coolest tow truck oh. driver who owned some crazy business uh, it turned out to be well, an adventure and garrett had his, happened awesome. to have his bike in yep. the back of the car of and so we were able to take the car to the service station and it was right there was a hotel across the street so we had figured this out by the time they got there and he was like i'll just ride my bike to the hotel <laughs> and i was like across that interstate He's like, I got it. And he did, but he said it was a little scary when he. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> it was an overpass, but. He was going to bunny hop over that uh, median. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the hotel had a pool, so that was cool. Yeah. The kids yeah. were, yeah, the kids didn't know any better. They thought it was great. It was a, ooh, there's a pool. <laughs> that's so awesome. That just sounds like an adventure to me. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's oh, right. It, it's an adventure, adventure versus a versus a disaster, right? So. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's how you got to live. We. So, how well, did I was you... just going to say when we first when we were first dating, we found that sign that said, um, "Have more adventures." Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. kind of been our motto ever since: "Have more adventures." And that's what we try and think of it that way. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good way to live life. Just go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. How, how did you guys come to start working with Country Chic? Did they did they approach you? Did you approach them? Because I've noticed that they are. 
they're in a lot of your videos. Like it's not just a one-off where it was like, oh yeah, we did, we did a partnership and it worked and that was the end of it. Cause the stuff looks really cool and it seems like they're a d- good company to work with because you're still yes. working with them. So yeah, they're great. We love them. Yeah, great company, great paints. I really like the one coat. I say it on film all the time. I hate painting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it started, I was looking for some wholesale paints and I reached out to them and, um, she asked, she asked for my retail space. What is your retail space? And I mm. explained what we were doing and we had a YouTube channel and would it be possible um, to purchase the paints without retail space? And she said, well, uh, my boss or whoever she was going to speak with wasn't in that day. That was on a Friday, I think. I'll talk to them on Monday and see. And they came back and this was, I think this was something new for them uh, working with a YouTube channel and doing it this way. And they were willing to work with us. Mm -hmm. Um, I did share that we would have the paints with us at our farmer's market and our craft shows. And so they were able to give us, um, uh, I was able to give an address where we would be selling them retail there and when on Saturdays, but then, yeah, it's been, it's been really great. Yeah. It seems like a great partnership for what you guys have been, you know, you know, it goes so nicely with your kits. Everything just dovetails so nicely. It's almost like you planned it that way. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's almost like it was meant to be. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yet again, we'll we'll figure it out and look how it works. Yes, they are. They're Canadian. Canadian. And they're just so friendly. Well, everyone we've worked with, we also did a partnership with uh, Icon Art. I love those guys. They are so great. And they were so great to work with. Um, Yeah, I, 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 you know, we we have been lucky. So far, we've we've been been lucky. lucky. Let's let's keep it that way. One of of the things that people, you know, because the reason I ask is because people, you know, when they start a YouTube channel, they're always like, well, I'm going to do this and make some money off it. You know, most people... I'm not going to say all, but I would say a large number of people that start a YouTube channel do start it with the dreams of, you know, getting sponsored, getting working out brand deals and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's always interesting to me to hear how the people that have actually gotten it done actually got it done. It's not it's not a matter of, oh, I just I just kept making good stuff and they came to me and everything worked out great. And it was it's not kind and it's really not the way it works in the real world. Yeah, well, it's just like you. You you reach out to the big makers, and mm-hmm. you were surprised that some of them would say yes. We'd also reach out to brands, and surprised that they'd say yes. So yeah, you only yeah. you're only you're never going to get a yes if you don't ask. I mean, yeah, exactly. I know that's the most trite thing ever, and I know people <laughs> hate when they hear stuff like that, but it really is true. The true. only way you get an answer is if you ask the question. If you don't ever. When I was when I was younger, I worked in um, <clears throat> software, etc. For those of you that are a little bit younger, <laughs> software, etc. and Babbage's were the same company, and they all got eaten up by Electronics Boutique, and they all became GameStop. Okay, that's your history <laughs> lesson for today. But I worked for software, etc. and they were they were very big on their technique. They called it GSA. You greet the customer, you show them the product, and you ask for the sale. And I, at the time I was like, well, of course you're going to ask for the sale. You're working in a store, but then you realize like, you know, asking for the sale is the part that a lot of people forget. They, they, they're all very good. They show the customer, they, 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 but they always forget to, 
to kind of try to close the deal. And as you get older, you realize that asking for the sale is sometimes contacting people. Like you yeah. yep. start with asking for the right. sale. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this this trite little stupid thing that I learned when I was working my first retail job, all of a sudden, this has become like something that I'm always doing now. It's like, oh yeah, you know, you're as as Jason Stapleton, I know I bring him up a million times, but he's so right about stuff like this. But every business owner, your primary thing isn't making the thing, it's sales. You're always sales and marketing. You're yeah, always sales in sales and marketing. And marketing. Yep. Yep. And every time we use something new, we tell Courtney, my daughter, reach out to them, send an email. <laughs> she'll do the, she'll send the email. She's, she's so great at all of the customer service stuff. And so, um, and I thought, I thought I was good, but then when I yeah. started reading her stuff, I was like, good <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah. Hey, you know how to pitch. So <laughs> yes. So I have her every time we see something new, I'm like, send them an email, reach out to them, see what you can find out. <laughs> I'm not That's scared awesome. to ask now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of great that you guys have kind of made this into a family affair. It's not just, because I imagine with the YouTube channel, it's kind of, you know, you two doing your thing. But now with the with the business growing in the background, you guys can bring the kids on and have them working with you and working for you and taking on different tasks. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty fantastic. You're kind what of a, turning it into like a family business now. And what a great, what That's, a great, lessons and and learnings for for that sure. right i that's mean that's how it amazing. all started we're trying yeah. to teach them and yeah. show them that you could do that we were suggesting so cool. to them that they should do a youtube channel and that's right. how we started yeah i was, and, gonna, I was gonna show them look anybody can start a youtube channel and now and, and now none of them actually have their own youtube channel it's still just us but they're really excited to work with us in yeah. our youtube channel that's great that's awesome yeah great. you know the first one of the first things i said to you guys when you were on the first time was what i love about your channel is that you two seem to actually like each other <laughs> and now it's like oh wow and your kids like you too like okay cool like you actually have a normal all American family, like this is kind of cool. Like, which this... also means that they don't all like each other sometimes. But... Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is true. Like, for example, our son when he Mother's Day was yesterday, and he had to come back this morning. He goes, "My whole week, I spend every day here." <laughs> like, Sorry, Tanner. <laughs> so funny. His girlfriend calls him sometime and yells at him because he'll forget to leave here too. Well, he start yeah, he gets pacey at the end of the night, and then he, he's like, "What are you guys making for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys having for dinner?" So yeah, he uh, we he has a pretty good working environment here. We yeah. we buy lunch, we make lunch, mm-hmm. yeah, well, all kinds of stuff. And then, like, awesome. I think Tuesdays and Sundays. Court is here also, and he's here, so everybody's eating dinner here and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. No, my, I would love to employ everybody so we can hang out all the time. Right. Yeah. 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 That would be fun. I'm moving down to your neck of the woods. I'm coming to work with you guys. Yeah. 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 Good situation. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I can run the laser. I, I've proven it. Oh, yeah. You can run the laser for <laughs> yeah, sure. That's great. Yeah, oh, man. You might be less distracting than Tanner because he, yeah. he also plays with his younger siblings. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's over there. I'm showing her how to do a Twitch stream. So I, I got I to gotta ask because I, I, I know I asked last time. I don't remember necessarily what the answer was, but I can't imagine that, you know, two years in that it's what you where you are. But 
what is next for you guys? Like, what do you, what's the next thing? What are you looking at? What are you looking to add to your skill set? What's, what's next? What are you looking at? Perfect way to open the door. Yeah. You know, I know. We dropped some bombs. Yeah. I feel like I've heard there's some bombs to be dropped. So. Right, we're going we're gonna to drop yet another bomb. I'll let King like drop it. this bomb. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, um, I submitted my resignation for my day job. And as of this Friday, well, as of, I guess, Saturday, technically Saturday. Saturday. Friday is my last day at my day job. And I will work in our business full time. Congratulations. That's amazing. Yes, oh, I'm very, very excited. So we haven't made up my income yet either, but don't worry, Garrett says <laughs> I got this. <laughs> you just need that, another laser. That's all that's all yeah. Well, that's what we're so to do this, because he, he you know, he's doing the whole imagine Kim, if you had forty hours a week, he's giving me that same spiel. But I think what we want to do next is expand into workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to do that DIY workshop concept. And um, we're debating on whether we want to have the retail space and have folks come in and do the DIY workshops at a retail space, or if we want to take the workshops to places like retirement homes or um, neighborhoods that do, you know, um, um, I don't know, like homeowners association yeah, like events homeowners. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So um, that's, so I, that's where I think we're transitioning next and that's the next thing for us. Wow. And I'm excited about it. I didn't, I just, just for the record, I had no idea that was coming. So I just want everyone to know. <laughs> I didn't the, ask that question. knowing that dropped was on us as well. Right? Wow. <laughs> No, that that sounds super exciting. That's and that's a really cool. I I think that's so perfect for you guys mm-hmm. in your your yeah. brand and and your skill set. Like that's that's on, this is amazing. I, yeah, I spot am, on. I can't believe I can't believe that the two people who I was like kind of a, just a huge fan of and just sitting there watching. You had your five thousand subscriber audience, and now this thing is just you guys are just growing so fast, and it's. It's so cool watching you grow and having this like constant connection to you guys and seeing it like firsthand and seeing it up close. It's God, I'm smiling ear to ear right know, now. Right? I'm so happy <laughs> yeah. for you guys. Like, right. you would almost think this was happening to me. I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And you know, you know, you talk about um, like Garrett. We were talking about Garrett and how he somebody needed, was going to have to make him burn his boats. So right after. So I put my resignation in on a Friday. That Saturday, the next day, was the first farmer's market of the season. And at least three people said, do you guys do DIY workshops? And I was like, oh, oh man, that is right. what we're going to do. I'm so happy you asked me that. That's <laughs> so awesome. That's another thing that made, I was like, okay, I feel like we're doing the right thing. I think this is going to be, this is going to be okay. We're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have no doubt that you guys are going to crush it and make it work what i love about what i love about what you're doing is you're not just going i'm we're going to make all our money on youtube well no you're not going to right you may someday but that's that's a ways off you have to that's an audience level that is a whole different level to replace two incomes where you're just getting that off youtube right and you could do it with just the store, but now it's like, yeah, we're going to do workshops too. And it's like, wow, you guys are just diversifying those revenue streams just over and over again i you're doing it by the book and it's so good to see it's it just gives me hope that that it 
you know, one day, who knows? Maybe one day it could be me. You never know. Right. Same. <laughs> same, Vincent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it totally could be you. Get out there. Well, <laughs> I am the worst person to ask. Right. Garrett's like, Vincent. Give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett's like, Vincent, Ethan, quit your jobs tomorrow. Yep. You can yeah. Yes. Yes. I quit do. your jobs. It's, Step I two do. is blank. Step three. Profit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. I am one of the underwear gnomes. <laughs> so, but I was a great softball coach because I told every kid, you got this. You got this, right? You know, you, you'd be surprised. And I know that I'm, I'm not one for, I, I, I don't like platitudes, right? But you'd be surprised how often just hearing in your ear somebody say, you got this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Such a simple phrase, but sometimes when you're having an absolute garbage mm, day. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I won't go too far into it, but I, I'm just going to tell you this much. The way I started this morning is not the way that my day ended. Right. And by the end, in the morning, I had a very dark, dismal, like, ugh, outlook on everything. Like, I hated everything. I was driving to work, clenching the steering wheel. Like, I was not in the mood. By the time I came home, I had a huge smile on my face. And it was because a couple of people just said some things that were like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Everything's okay. You know, sometimes just hearing a little bit of positivity in your ear, because you are, even if you're not a mushy person like I am who cries on their podcast on a regular basis, (laughs) um, people are emotional sponges. Uh And even just upbeat positivity you know all right granted sometimes it, look we all know that sometimes that positivity is just like yeah good it's for the sake of being positive right but even if it's for the sake of being positive the feeling still gets conveyed and sometimes that might be all you need you might just need it's, to hear it you're just it, gonna, you're gonna so, be okay everything's gonna be fine and you got this it's so true vincent and and also just the those little notes that people drop in like DMS and stuff like that, to just say like, uh, like you inspired me to do this Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. those types of things. I don't care how big you are in social media space or how, whatever those mean so much. I don't, I don't, to your point, it can change my entire mood for a hundred percent for like days. Like it, and it doesn't take much. And I also think I also really, um, thank the people that are quote unquote, like small that do that. Because I think sometimes, and I've felt the same way is I don't, I feel like, Oh, that person is so big in that. They don't need to, they don't need to hear that from me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it goes the other way as well. A hundred percent. Like when, and I try to do this sometimes, you know, like if, if, if something is really inspiring, tell the person that it's inspiring. It doesn't matter if yeah, you're going to get yeah. anything out of it. Right. I don't know. It just means also you, it means so much sometimes. You never know what's going to inspire. I mean, right. I've I've read reviews and we got one this weekend. I'm not going to call the person out by name, but we got one this weekend from someone who after listening to a couple of our episodes went back and is listening she she listens to the new ones and then jumps back and listens to the old ones to fill in the time while she waits for the next one to come. That's and she awesome. left us the most stunning review. And it's like I don't you know, I, I, we do this podcast every week and it's like, yeah, we have a lot of fun doing it. We talk to cool people and it's, you know, it's a nice conversation. We make new friends and whatever, but then you see like, oh, you know, 
there are days where I just don't feel like getting down in the shop and I listen to these guys and all of a sudden I want to be, I want to be doing stuff along with them. It's like, right. wow. You yeah. know, like I, I, I'm not doing, and I love the fact that we inspire people, but right. I'm not, not thinking about yeah. that in the moment. hundred percent. When I, when you hear it afterwards and I imagine for you guys, it's the same thing. I can't imagine how many people have told you, Oh, I never thought I could do this. Look what I did. This was the first thing. And you guys inspired me to do this. I love that the most. It's yeah. the best. It, it is. We it's, have, we yeah. have a Facebook group, the Kim and Garrett make it group uh-huh. where mm-hmm. folks share their projects, completed oh projects gosh. that they've made. Yeah. And I love it. I, I yeah. And then sometimes you, you we're just blown away. Like, yeah. We made it and it looks, well, isn't that cute? But yeah. then they made it and you're like, <laughs> right. wow. You, never know that, you. you took that thing to a whole nother level. That yeah, looks so like, great. I see what you got there. <laughs> and I raised you. Beer. Yeah, yeah. I raised you. This. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes but, it but, just makes me so happy to see them. Oh, look uh-huh. what we made. Isn't this great? And you see that they're happy with what they made. And I'm like, hey. And I show oh. them to Garrett all the time. Look, look what someone just made. Look what someone just made. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I want to look all the time. But the coolest one is this lady took our gnome design where we have oh, the hands yeah. that hold things. It was the interchangeable gnome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. she had, she shrank it down so that she could put money in there. And during the COVID thing where people were having problems making rent or, or getting food or whatever, she would put the money in the little gnome hands and put it in their yard and stuff. Yeah, like oh, put it, put it, she put one at the playground yeah. with five dollars in his hands, and she put one, you know, at the entrance of the neighborhood, and he had five dollars in his hands or whatever it might be. It was all over the neighborhood. She put these little gnomes with a little bit so of money, cool. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was just so great!" <laughs> yeah. Not what you yeah. expected that project to be, right? <laughs> no, yeah. but I was like, but, "Wow, that is so cool!" Like it, it's but, the but, little things though that like that we. Day in and day out, you can just think of, oh, that's nothing. Five dollars is whatever, right? Yeah. Or or a comment is whatever, or a DM is whatever. Like, but it's it takes ten seconds sometimes to make someone's day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Show yeah. me what you made. I love. Yeah. That. Exactly. Yeah. There's it nothing cool. better than when someone makes something that you've made. You know, you're connecting. You know, you're connecting well with your with your audience. When they decide that after they make something, they have to show it to you, like, look what I did, right, look what right. I didn't. You know, if 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 you inspire them to do something and they feel the need not to just do it, but to show it to you guys, yeah. that's telling that you a they, lot about how they view you. Right. Yeah, yeah. but they take Great that point. time to take mm-hmm. the picture. Yep. And sometimes they'll yeah. just email it to us mm-hmm. and we'll say, Hey, can we put this on our Facebook group? But even just to take the time to email it and say, Hey, I made, you know, I purchased your kit and I made this sign and then to take the picture and emails and let us know. I, I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. That is the greatest thing. And then they, like I said, they put their own spin on it at Christmas time. Yeah. They add their own ribbon. They add their own accents. And you're like, Oh wow, that looks wow. so great. Yeah. Well, what's great about your projects is you leave a lot of wiggle room. You leave a lot of wiggle room for people to interpret them. Right. Like your even, own, yeah. even the kits, right. Even the kits are, you know, you could paint them different colors. You can, you yep. can interchange, like you have kits for rounds. You have kits for, you have unfinished words. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, by the way, K and G make Their store is jam packed with stuff yeah. and for, for and those, very good prices, apparently. So ridiculous yeah, price, <laughs> offensively low prices. I can't compete <laughs> with these guys, but no, but seriously, what's great about it is, 
you know, um, I've, I've watched, um, there's a YouTuber I've been watching for a long time. Her name is Kelly Barlow and she does everything. Everything is DIY, basically DIY on a budget. That's her, that's her whole thing. Yeah. And she gets everything from Dollar Tree and Dollar General and, you know, Walmart, wherever she could get stuff the cheapest. And she tries to make the crafts that she makes the cheapest, as cheap as she can. And what she started doing is she's working with a, um, a designer who, because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have a cricket. I can't make this sticker. I can't. So she started working with a designer and the designer puts the vinyl stickers on her Etsy shop. So hmm. y- you can buy the vinyl sticker. You can buy an SVG file and cut it yourself. Oh, yeah. And you can get it. You can get the same effect as if you had one. So for a dollar or two, she'll throw it in a first class envelope and send it to you. And it's like, this is the kind of outside of the box thinking right. that, that, uh-huh. that people yes. that people just come up with. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, no, you can you can do this. Here's how you can do it. I'm instead of saying, oh, it would be must be nice here. It is nice. Go it is ahead. Nice. Hey, you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. nice for yeah, you. That's... Right. We, we, we want to do that so that they have every level too. We used to offer stencils, so we'd really try to co- cover every level. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if we didn't have a cricket, we could send you a stencil. But right. those, got, those got to be very expensive. That's just bonkers. <laughs> I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. At some point, you got to draw the line. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they, you know, stencils are kind of a pain in the butt to deal with anyway. But Yeah. Yeah. Because well, somebody would mess it up or it would stick to something when they went to set it down. And then they're like, yeah. can I have another one? Yeah. And then I'm a sucker, so I always. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it's always going to be. One. Yes. Yeah. I I saw that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> what Something else that I've noticed, and it's probably the last thing I want to ask you about. Um, something else I've noticed that is your finished project section on your site is a little bit lean. So are you are you leaning more to are you just not going to at some point are you going to replenish that or is it like that's just not in the cards it's much you'd rather offer the kits Yeah well the problem was I had to paint them before so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't mm-hmm. want to paint anything but yeah I we do want to build that section out and we want to start offering cuz we get a lot of questions like I don't want to paint it and glue it do mm-hmm. you guys offer your finished versions so yeah, I think we are going to start offering finished versions because we have the, we've been using the farmer's market to really get our process down on getting these mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So I think we have it to a point where we'd be able to start offering them in our store again. Yes, cool. he, he wants to, well, yeah, he wants to offer finished products. We will see. That's very labor intensive <laughs> and it takes a lot to have, um, paint all of these signs and have right. them mass produced and ready to go someone orders you know a bunch of them but we'll see well as soon as, as, soon as vincent moves down you can just That's put vincent right. on the yeah. painting exactly. <laughs> have you considered so i learned i learned some i learned yeah okay like i figured this out believe me i learned from that mom with a laser because i think she's freaking amazing yes. um so i did um today I, i'm working on a project for a customer and I did not want to take these letters, which is, I believe I used Dolly script and I know it's a font. It looks like the font that used in the hello summer watermelon. That's what made me think of it. Um, it's very close to that. It's like Dolly script, that, that general style of font. And I'm like, I really don't want to cut this on the Glowforge and then paint it. So for the first time ever, I took the draft board, put it on the Glowforge. I painted it white first, mm-hmm. then masked mm-hmm. it and cut it. And it's like I've discovered a whole new world now. Oh, yes. Like, oh, yes. that comes off painted. All this to say, have you considered offering half-finished kits? 
where you maybe give them the painted letters and the painted shapes and just say, okay, rather than us having to do the labor of putting it together for you, we're just going to give you the painted parts and you guys glue it. That is a great idea. No way. I'm staring at Kim right now because that's how we're doing our farmer's market. I'll paint the whole board yellow. That's how we're Mm -hmm. making it more efficient now is to do exactly that. Like we've these popsicles, you know, hello summer with the five popsicles at the bottom. Um, That one is selling like hotcakes at the farmer's market. And um, so the first, so the couple of Saturdays ago was the first one and we painted them by hand, each color. And then this week, or last week, I guess, Garrett painted a pink board, an orange board, a yellow board, and cut out a whole bunch of yellow popsicles, a whole bunch of orange popsicles. And then we were able to put together, uh, I think it was eight of them, very, very fast. And we mm-hmm. was able, you know, that, now that we can do. If we yeah. can produce them and pump them out like that, then yes, I think I could offer them as finished items in the store. <laughs> but um, <laughs> or, yeah. Or maybe unglued. Color yeah, ones. yeah. Or I mean, least, I hadn't like, ever, right I hadn't considered stuff. that at all. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that's it. All right, that's um, guys, five percent, five percent. We'll use your coupon code. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I love, I love that. I love that so much is happening, you guys. I love that. It's just, it's so much fun. Just kind of going a little bit down memory lane, but then also seeing how much has happened since right. the last time you were on. It's we don't get. We haven't really, I and mean, we haven't been around that long, so we haven't really had a lot of chances to give a two-year gap to someone, then have them back on and go, so what happened in two years? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. So <laughs> much has happened. Yeah. You guys have done absolutely amazing stuff. You guys, just- you guys have done amazing stuff, too. You've grown. You've had so many great guests on, like so many great guests. For a minute there, I was listening to you two talk, and I forgot I was on the podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because awesome. you guys, you guys sound like yourselves. He's I come up here a lot, and it's on, and he's always Aww. listening. So Aww, that's amazing. You know, I got to tell you, I got to tell you the one one of the things that I got that choked me up because I get like I said, I get choked up a lot because I'm a mushy bastard. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that choked me up the most was um, in the review that you guys left us where um, you said that we're part of the Wednesday morning routine. And it just, it hit me right in the feels. I'm like, I know that I know that people listen. I'm I'm not oblivious to the fact that there are people listening to the podcast, but the fact that I'm in anyone's routine. Right, right. I was just going to say, I never expected to be in anyone's routine. I always, I always like, I look at, you know, I look at, obviously I have the people I watch and I just finished telling you guys how you're part of my Friday routine. And then I see the review and it's like, yeah, part of my Wednesday morning routine. I have a cup of coffee and it's like hanging out with my friends on Wednesday morning. I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's right. wow. Yeah. I grab my Starbucks. I start checking my mail. I start the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's well, so, then that's, that's why that's why it's always up at 5.30 a.m. Because it has to be so you can have it with your Starbucks. There you go. <laughs> it's got to be there around 8.30 or so. <laughs> you know what's really funny? You know what's really funny? After you left that review, I became very aware of the time that the show went up because I wanted it to be there every Wednesday morning for you when you're having your breakfast. I wanted it. I wanted you to wake up, open your phone and there's our show sitting there waiting for you. So I would do, I would have to find something else. We don't want that. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. No, we don't want you listening to anyone. (laughs) Just us. Only us. I'm just amazed that people have listened before. Like I've drank my coffee and, 
are awake <laughs> enough to because got, because I mean in like you're not the only one, Garrett. There's a few. There's a few people that a few people. There's a few people that like literally listen first thing in the morning, and I'm just like I am not even awake yet, <laughs> and I love I'm in it. Bed it's, it means getting so feedback. Much. I'm in bed some mornings, right. like just opening my eyes and getting feedback on an episode. And it's like, don't you people sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I know when the show went up. You know, sometimes I, what I love the most though is like. So it goes up like five, five thirty, and at like six thirty, I'll start getting stream of consciousness from people, and it's like, yeah, I'm listening to this. Oh yeah, and this, and this. It's like, wow, like you're giving me the blow by blow too. It's like it's not weird enough that you're listening like twenty minutes after it drops, but right. it's it's such a nice feeling. And yeah. I, you know, when you said you, you know, you guys were talking about how great your community is. That's how we feel about about the people yes, that listen sure. to the show and leave reviews and all the great feedback. The people that buy us coffees, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's, I see them all. That you guys have great reviews too. So you only yeah. that, you only have that one bad one <laughs> from Jutu Len. <laughs> Not that I remember his stupid handle, but you know we don't do. You know it's really funny. I, I there was one there was one time in the whole history of this podcast where I think it was like a six minute thing where I was just really angry about something, and I we did the show, we finished the show, we went on, we moved on from it. And at the end of the episode, I messaged Ethan and I said, I cut that whole section out. I, I don't want that in the show. I don't want the negative. Yeah. I don't want mm-hmm. negative stuff in the show. Like I, I just, yeah. even when we're, even when we're overall, even when it's only just a small bit of the show, I really try very hard. And I know Ethan, I'm speaking for both of us kind of, but we really try very mm-hmm. hard to have as little negativity as possible. And even if there's negativity, we try to balance it right away with something positive because well, like we were saying earlier, it's, it's, it, you end you end it, even though it's nice to uh, vent and voice your frustration at the end of the day, it's better to be happy and focus on the, all the amazing listeners yep. that we have. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you, yes. you go to bed way happier thinking about the, I do. Those I'm going amazing- to bed. I'm going to bed very happy tonight. Right. Very happy tonight. With visions of Kim and Garrett and my sweet little brain going, ah, such Aww. nice people. <laughs> and we didn't cut them off to end the show, which is great. Well, no, not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. I still have time to do that. Yeah, exactly. You still got time. Um, we usually, since it's that time of the episode, um, we always let our guests go first. So Kim and Garrett, what is your thing or things of the week? You could, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Our thing of the week is unicorn spit. Ooh. Oh, I know <laughs> one of our listeners is already happy to hear this. Yeah, we found this stuff and it is some cool stuff. It's uh I tried it on MDF and and some of the cutouts that we have and it looks cool. So I ended up ordering a bunch of colors. Uh it's Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to do more with it. It's beautiful. It's got sparkles in it. It's mm-hmm. just great. It is the coolest stain <laughs> I've ever seen. I've, I've never seen, well, I, two things. I never used gel stain before, so that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. And then the colors they had were really cool, too. So uh, look for some projects with some uh, <laughs> unicorn spit coming. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. That's a great choice because um, Nick from uh, Build Dad Build oh, yeah, yeah. is a 
big fan of the unicorn spirit. I was just going to say, I was like, I, I, I'm guessing you have the same person in mind. Uh-huh, but... uh-huh. <laughs> as soon as I heard unicorn spit, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Nick Nick but is I, like... I haven't seen anyone use it on MDF, so I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Because I, it, like, I would assume MDF absorbs it. Yeah, pretty it well. absorbs it. Um, but you can still kind of see the grain in the MDF, so it looks Ooh. a little patchy, but I don't know. It, it doesn't soak in as well as it does in wood, so it gives it a weird. No, I like that. That's awesome. Look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just we'll have to test out with some more colors. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, yeah. is that an upcoming yeah. video? Or oh, of course it is. I could have told. I know. You that. I mean, like, but how? <laughs> I guess how upcoming? Oh, how upcoming? Uh, right, I just have an idea this. now. So it could okay, be... all, right, all right. Oh yeah, how far in advance are you planning your videos, and how far advance? Like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I'm assuming it only take. I'm assuming it takes you about a week to put a video together but what's your production schedule look like i i never i don't think i even asked you that on the first time you were on here what is your production schedule like because you weren't bare, supposed to bare bones weren't and supposed to ask us yeah that is, the one, <laughs> that is the one space that we need we need more discipline so mm-hmm. typically um we're asking each other well What's today? Monday, right? Monday. And we're literally having a conversation. What's our project this week? So we have to film it today, tomorrow, <laughs> or Wednesday because he edits on Thursdays and mm-hmm. the video comes out on Friday. So <laughs> oh it boy. is. Yeah, that's how it is with us. It's kind of crazy right now. But remember, I get 40 more hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and, and Vincent's going to be working for you. So. Right. Yeah. And when Vincent comes down, it's going to save us so much time. That's we're going to be so on it. Hey, then you won't even have to edit your videos anymore. Then you could just, I could do that for you guys. I can be you your go. video production and I could do the Kim and Garrett podcast. I could be your podcast producer. You know? You're hired. Hey, we talked about doing a podcast today. That's what I you still can't it. believe you haven't done I know. one already. I, 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 I was just saying the, the same by thing, by the Vincent. Yeah. You guys, were, you guys are a shoe-in for a podcast. Like <laughs> Totally. Yeah, well, totally. when you decide, if you decide you want to do a podcast, you let us know. We'll have you on again so you can promote the podcast. Yep. I mean, yeah. All right. Then you can be the first three-time guest that's not David Swiduck. So it'd be great. <laughs> Every new venture will just come and, and promote it on your hey, I like it. I like I, it. Well, I, what we would really want are your lessons learned. Tell yeah. us how a podcast works. Yeah. Well, feel, feel free to ask. I've been podcasting since you had to download them from iTunes onto your actual iPod. So, so, so my, yeah. my my advice is to find a Vincent Ferrari <laughs> and then just that's get hooked right. up with him and yeah, come on that, and let him. That's good advice. Yeah, because he is the master. You. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can always just you could trust me, the real one comes cheap. You don't have to find another one. The real one <laughs> very, very the only thing more affordable than the real Vincent Ferrari is the stuff in Kim and Gary's web shop. <laughs> anyway, Ethan, your thing of the week, my friend. <laughs> uh, my thing of the week is gonna it's gonna uh, if you saw my stories earlier, it's gonna be the same thing. But um so uh, I met this leather worker I talked about last week for, on Clubhouse about Clubhouse, but I met uh, this actual leather worker, uh, Matteo Mattia. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I hope so, bud. Um, you're going to send me that in Telegram. Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> okay, um, good. But Matteo Mattia, he is a he's a leather worker out of New York. Makes amazing stuff. Truly gorgeous, gorgeous work. Um, but he 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 one of his merch products is one of the things I, I like I literally from the moment I saw Laura Kampf 
uh, do you guys remember when Laura Kampf came out with her own bandana? It was like a Laura Kampf branded yeah. bandana mm-hmm. or handkerchief or whatever you want to call it. Yep. I, I love that. And so ever since then, I was like, oh, I would love to have one of those, like my own branded one of those. And uh, and so I met I met him and the first one of the first posts that I saw on Instagram of his was he had I, I can't remember. And I apologize because the person that the graphic designer that created the artwork for it probably deserves a lot of credit as well. Um, well, definitely deserves a lot of credit as well. But that he has a like leather working tool, uh, customized uh, bandana as part of his merch. And I just love it. It's such a cool look, such a cool vibe, such a whatever. And I just, I really want my own. So I think that's why I'm so, I'm so in love with it, but mm-hmm. it's a really, really cool thing. And it's, it's, you know, it's a super affordable thing. It's like less, you know, it's cheaper than a t-shirt uh, for merch. And I think it's just a, such a cool, unique kind of merch. So um, anyway, so I guess my thing of the week is him uh, so go check him out as well as this bandana and, and yeah. And if, let me, I, I really, am interested if anyone else, like clearly I'm in love with this kind of concept for merch. I, I would love it because it is something I want to do sometimes. So if, let me know, you know, if people think that's something like that would be a cool kind of Ethan Carter designs type merch. Uh, and, Maybe. and if they know anyone that would, um, would like to partner and, and help design that. So. Talk to me afterwards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I'm getting into sublimation and I can't imagine a better way to make a handkerchief than sublimation. I mean, yeah. 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 Let's talk. Cause so, I, we'll I just talk. think it's such a cool thing. It's just, sure. it's, and it's, and it's can be an affordable way to support someone that also is a very like customized piece. And I don't cool. know. Yeah. But, but this one is like, I don't think, and I don't think I'm going to be able, or we're going to be able to come up with something better than this. It's such a perfect leather working, uh, uh handkerchief for bandana it's it's really really cool and he does amazing work so go check him out very cool um we'll have that link because ethan's gonna send it to me right yep. after the show so we will have that link in the show <laughs> um my thing of the week um kind of i've been down a rabbit hole i have almost almost stopped watching most woodworking videos um because i'm just burnt out on woodworking i do i do enough of my own i don't need to watch it on tv um i do check in on my woodworker friends but if I don't know you personally, I may save up a couple of your videos to watch them all at once. I, but what I've been really into and really, really, really doubling down on is more the artistic people, the people that are doing more art stuff, more craftier stuff, um, people that are doing – they're pushing the envelopes in areas where I'm not. And it's kind of inspiring me to do more with my art, my creativity. And <clears> – <throat> I came across this guy, um, I think it was last weekend. Um, he goes by Sketch Art on YouTube. It's S-K-E-C-H Art. He's in Frankfurt, Germany. Dude is a beast. He's a spray paint artist. And one of the things that's crazy about his channel, and you'll you'll watch his stuff and it's going to blow your mind because his, video, his videos are him doing these compositions in real time. Um, I don't, if you've ever seen these spray paint artists, you'll usually like, um, since I live in New York, I always think of the ones in times square, but they sit there and they have different masks and they put them on the canvas and they spray over it. And then they spray more and they spray again and they spray again. And mm-hmm. before you know it, they have a couple of layers of spray paint and then they just have this incredible painting when they're done. Yeah. This dude <laughs> does that. And his videos are usually around 10 to 12 minutes. 
and he does the whole process from okay. start to finish in 10 to 12 minutes. And the artwork is just unfreaking believable. <laughs> it's 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 so inspiring to just stop thinking about, you know, your medium and your materials in such a limited way because he does stuff with spray paint that I've never seen done with anything, let alone spray paint. So I would highly recommend if you want a little bit of artistic inspiration, or even if you just want to watch somebody make some really, really cool stuff, sketch art, S K E C H art on YouTube. And of course I will have those links. Okay, in I'm, I'm the searching show. it right now. Right. Um, sketch, like literally sketch art. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We have to thank some people because this show would not be possible. See, we didn't have to thank people on episode five, but we have to thank people on episode 97. <laughs> um, we have to thank Leanne and Nick from Hemlock and Hyde, Dave from Atomic Airship Works, Emily Joyce, Ed from Ed's Clocks and more, Rory from RLL Woodworks, Chris from Full Steam Designs, Jeff Stein, former guest from last week. Thank you for coming on again, Jeff, a.k.a. a weird guy. Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduke, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft, Dean Duplantis, Jacob Anguiano from Native Summon Woodart, uh, Robert J. Keller, Scott from Dad It Yourself DIY, the one and only Grant Alexander, who didn't get a mention last week and was very upset about it, but we still love you, Grant. <laughs> um, consider this your mention. Um, Tony Langer from Langer Works, Jacob from Other Dog Designs, Jake from IMakeJake.com, Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, my partner in crime, my buddy, my pal, and Good old bear naked, Justin Ofler. Thank you so much, guys, for everything you do. If you can't support the show financially, a review is fine. Um, sharing the show is fine. All of it's fine. We appreciate everything you guys do to make this show keep going because 41,000 downloads later, you guys seem to like us. So Same. we're going to keep doing it because you guys keep coming back. I don't know why, but I don't ask why. I just enjoy the ride. Um I guess that's going to do it for this week. And Kim and Garrett, you guys are, I got to tell the story, by the way, I got to tell the story of how I half ass invited you on (laughs) this time or the first time. This time time. I invited us this time. So it was really, um, I asked, um, what are you guys doing on? What are you guys doing on May 10th at 8 PM? And, (laughs) Garrett's like going on this podcast we like. I was like, oh, think you could cancel and come on ours? And then it kind of went nowhere. So I waited a little bit. I was like, so is I waited a day or two and I got nothing. I was like, so is is that a yes? He's like, wait, you you were serious? I, I thought I invited myself on. You weren't. Ca- no. You guys on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course we'll come on. All right, good. Yeah, I thought you were going to ask your real question after I was done being a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But. I really do appreciate, and I know I've said it a few times, but I really do appreciate, um, I appreciate very much that you guys gave this fledgling podcast a shot when you did. Like I said, I had no reason to expect that you would even remotely give me the time of day. And I don't forget those first few guests because when nobody knew who I was or had heard of me or anything, you guys took a chance and showed up. And it really meant a lot to me at the time. It still means a lot to me. You guys are always going to be one of the one of the first guests, one of the only 10 guests before Ethan's existence on this show. Yeah. So well, I, I just, I, and I just want to say, I'm so excited that you guys came back on because uh, ever since I came on and I listened to your episode, I was like, dang it. 
<laughs> Why did Vincent get them on before I came on? <laughs> so, so it, it's been a, it's been a blast getting to actually talk to you guys, and mm-hmm. uh, and I I truly I, I truly respect what you guys do. I think you guys have a really cool um, and really smart uh, business uh, model and mm-hmm. and and attitude and. And you guys, your personalities are fantastic. So I, I love everything that you guys are doing. So I'm really pumped that I got to finally get to talk to you guys and meet you. Oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much. Great. Yeah, it's been great. You guys are, it's very easy to talk to you guys. You guys yeah. really keep the conversation flowing. It's been fun. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful to talk to you guys. I really do feel like now that the coof is slowing down, um, maybe, maybe there's a shot that we'll actually get to meet up one day. Like, yeah. it's like oh, maybe oh, this could totally. actually happen. We are of course, ready to get out. We are ready to go on a world tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd settle for just doing the traveling I was going to do last summer. My right God. Right. Oh, I feel like I, I, I don't really care so much because I'm not a big traveler, but when I want to travel, I want to go. Right. And it's like, oh, just sitting in the house and all right, granted I'm working and whatever, but it's not the same because that's basically it. It's work and home, work and home, maybe shopping, then work and home, work and yeah. home, work and home. It's like, oh, please. It, it, honestly, the only thing I miss is like getting to meet other makers. Like that's, I used to travel all the time for work and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing I miss is like WorkbenchCon or just the casual meetups yeah. and all those types of things. Like it, even like, uh, even like the rock, like when Rockler would have, uh-huh. uh, paul jackman there mm-hmm. and i'd go there and i'd get to meet like i'd get to hang out with like five other makers for like an hour i miss yeah. that more than anything yeah, totally. which is so it's silly but it's 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 true i still get to hang out with the only maker i've ever hung out with and that's big al schultz big al <laughs> so me and big al i was just up there was it last weekend was it last mm-hmm. weekend yeah so, it was yeah. last weekend i was wow i've, I've been up there so much recently mm-hmm. um we have something very cool coming. Yeah, um, I can't wait. I I don't even know. So we have I'm something excited. very very yeah. cool coming. It's going to be really really cool. Um, yeah, I can't I can't wait. And we're getting close. We're getting close to it being a thing. So it's going to be good. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Kim and Garrett. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. We will be back again next week. Just a little programming note, just in case. Um, I am having my second coof shot on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'm just giving you fair warning. You may go to Ro- uh, Rwanda. I might go to Rwanda. Ethan might have to get a co-host. <laughs> oh, that would be that. That we'll, we'll postpone because that would be a disaster of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Kim and Gary, you guys want a co-host? We'll, oh wow! Uh, we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. Give us a call if you need uh-huh. us. We're here for you. <laughs> Ethan, Kim, and Garrett. Uh, Ethan, Kim. Well, we have a guest next week. That's the worst part. Like, if I cancel, we're screwed. Uh, but. We do have a guest next week, so hopefully, hopefully yeah. I can at least look. I'm getting my shot at two o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. I imagine Monday's just going to be a complete. I already told my boss he's like, "All right, so I won't expect you then." I'm like, "Oh no," because <laughs> yeah. the first shot just laid me out, and I'm like, "Oh no!" If the first one did that, I'm well, screwed. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully, I've heard I've heard that people that got it really bad in the first one mm-hmm. actually have had a better. Uh, on the second so hopefully yeah, fingers crossed for you Vincent well, yes. yeah. better on the second, yes. better on the yeah. second one. Yeah. I will I will report back on Monday but until then <laughs> have a great week everybody Kim and Garrett thank you for joining us I am signing us off correctly I'm not cutting you off to end the show <laughs> until he hey, puts, until he does the edit and then he's gonna <laughs> cut he you guys <laughs> and then it's just a hard edit right here <laughs>